0: Greetings, everyone. We're so glad that you joined us here, and we're going to jump back into the conversation that we started on the last edition about the unbelieving believer. Thank you for being here under Big
1: No big deal that you believe in, you believe that God exists. Yeah. But you have to begin to believe in God. How do we believe in God? We believe what he says. Yeah. We believe the word of God. This is not spooky spiritual. This is not somewhere out there in the great beyond, per se. This is right here. Open the book. You got an app? Open the app. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Whatever. Get the words in front of you and read them and read them again and read them again and read them again and then choose to believe. That's it.
2: What you're talking about, really, what's highlighted to me in that verse 6, James 1, 6... That asking faith, nothing wavering. That wavering is emotions. Yeah. The oh, wavering is the emotion. That's it. good. And being tossed by the wind and wave of your emotion. Mm. And so your emotion, like you said in your, you know, when you had to look in the mirror and call yourself a man of God, was telling you other things. The way you felt. The way I felt. Yeah. What yeah. Even the attack of the enemy that would cause emotion. All of that is happening. But like you said, it's the determination. So I wanted to just point out your emotions may scream things that are totally opposite yes. than what the word says. And then what God has placed in your heart, mm. but you cannot let that toss you. Right. You can't let it drive you to a decision outside of the word of God. And when you let that continue to drive you, I think that's where you can get into a dangerous situation where your emotions continue to force you and toss you in, in different places. You begin to create a lifestyle of that. And yeah. in that lifestyle of that, you become that rebellious definition. Yes. That you talked about even unbeknownst to you. Yeah. You're not trying to be, but you, it's, it's that, that wind and that wave of life. You're allowing that to guide you and it. You end up turning your back
1: mm-hmm.
2: on that situation yeah. on, on situation. So I just want to highlight that. That's how you become a rebellious, unbelieving yeah. believer yeah
0: yeah i think when you look at that emotion i don't know if you had this Bruce, in your notes or not i'm not sure but that almost kind of pushes me towards john 20 okay with thomas mm. okay yeah uh, it pushes me towards that and um jesus is risen he comes he sees the disciples and the bible says that thomas wasn't there And they Mm. go and approach Thomas and they say, we have seen the Lord. They said, we've seen him. Mm -hmm. And then Thomas made that statement. He said, unless I see, you know, the The, the nails, the prints, the nails in his hands. He said, I won't believe. He says, I will not. I will not believe. That's a conscious decision. Yes. To not believe. Yes. Yes. But I think he gets a bad rap. Yeah. A lot of times we talked about this before. If you go a couple of chapters before when Jesus was going to raise Lazarus. Yeah. And they said, look, don't, don't go to Bethany. They're yeah. going to kill you. Yeah. You know, and Jesus was like, I'm rolling anyway. And it was Thomas what who I spoke do. up. Yeah. Thomas yeah. said, well, look, if you're going, I'm going to go with you. We'll die together. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like unbelief. Right. right. So what changed between, what was that, uh, John 15? No,
2: 14, the 12, emotions. somewhere around there. His emotions.
0: There you go. Yeah. It was his emotions. <laughs> Thomas could have very easily been speaking out of disappointment. Yes. Because I did everything he told me to do. Mm. I followed him for three and a half years. Wow. I believed everything he told me. Wow, man. You know yeah. what I mean? The only thing I forgot was he did tell me he was going to die, mm. and he did tell me he was going to be raised again. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, the pain of him dying is where Thomas is speaking from. Yeah. yeah. This was my guy. Yeah. This was my rabbi. This yeah. was... This was the relationship between a rabbi and his his, his uh followers was stronger than a relationship between a father and a son. Yeah. This was the guy for him. Yeah. He took care of him, and now he's and, gone. And, and now it's over. Yeah. And he could very easily be speaking out of that pain. We give Thomas a bad name, but Thomas was the one that wanted to go die with him. Yeah. yeah. That's how strongly he believed. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, what changed? And just like you said, the emotion. The emotion. yeah He's in an emotional state. Mm. And everybody else saw him, but Thomas was like, look, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm Boy, not, that's so good. Watch man. this. Yeah. He says, I'm not going to open myself to be hurt again. Yeah,
1: That's it. That's it. I'm not going to open it. myself
0: to be up- hurt again. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Man. I, I opened myself up before and I got hurt. I'm not going to do it again. That is so I'ma good. I'm going to need way more proof. than just you guys saying this. i right. need it, way more proof. And when the
2: word of God, Jesus is the word of God, right? So you, he's saying that against the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you have something in your heart that you're saying against the word of God, regardless of why that's yeah. rebellion yeah, and it is. you can, you can end up like James one, right. Receiving nothing. That's yeah. right. Receiving nothing. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: What I loved about that was Jesus answered him in the exact way that he said he did. Uh, yeah. And he wasn't there right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't there when Thomas said it, but he was yeah. like, you know what? I know where your heart is. Yep. And so yeah. I'm going to answer you in a way that you should recognize. You said, I need to do this. And what's funny about it when Jesus appeared, he didn't go to anybody else. He went directly he, he, he to Thomas. To Thomas. That's yeah. right. He didn't say anything else to That's him. Right. He said, put your fingers here. Yeah, Put your hand here and mm. be not faithless, what, but which,
1: believe it. Which is beautiful because he met him where he, he was. was. He there knew go. where he was. He didn't rebuke him. It wasn't no. a rebuke. He met him where he was,
2: man. That's the mercies of God. Man, that's so, so good. So that's why we have this title, The Unbelieving Believer. Yeah. Because God will meet you, even though that was outright rebellion. Yeah. God is so compassionate. We have a high priest that has been touched with our infirmities. He understood the pain of, he lost Lazarus. Yeah. We saw he understood yeah. the pain of death. Yeah. He understood the pain that Thomas was going through. And he yes. will, listen. Even though you may have a situation that may be hurting you, or you you may have a situation where you're like God, I just can't believe for that it hurts. Yeah. God will meet you right there. He's so merciful. Yeah. I love that. That's wonderful, man.
0: I love that. One one good way to, to to begin to deal with all this kind of stuff with the the unbelieving believer, Bruce. You already mentioned the fasting and the prayer because that pushes out that. Mm-hmm. One other way that I've seen biblically that I've seen is in Matthew twenty eight. Again, this is after Jesus has risen. What's funny about this is he's already shown himself to the disciples right. twice before this. This is the third time. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he said, look, tell, tell my disciples to meet me in Galilee. They, they met him in Galilee. And the Bible says this in Matthew 28, verse 16. It says, then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, some worshiped him, but some doubted. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What I absolutely love about this, it says some worshiped and some doubted. Yeah. But nobody did both. Mm. Yeah, great point. Great point. Either worshiped or they doubted. So if you want to learn how to deal with the doubt and all this kind of stuff, one good way to do that Worship. Begin to worship. Yeah. Because so it doesn't change God, it changes you. Yeah. yeah. So you begin to worship, and now you can see God in a better light, and that helps you deal with the unbelief. Yeah. That's really good, man.
1: Hebrews 3, uh, 12. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, wow, <laughs> an evil, unbelieving heart. Mm. Yeah. i read it again. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, Unbelieving heart. Yeah. Leading you to fall away from the living God. That I think that was a point that you made earlier, uh Tisha. We gotta got watch out. Yeah. Because you could live in this place of unbelief to the degree that you actually fall away. Yeah. yeah. And he says it, it's amazing he calls it evil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> An evil unbelieving heart.
2: And that unbelieving heart can lead you into places that you don't want to go in your thoughts and your emotions and sure. things of that nature. So we, we really, when we're talking about this unbelieving believer, we're, we're talking about the mercies of God, but we're also talking about giving you the ways that you can kind of, for lack of a better way, p- put it, begin to, to medicate yourself mm-hmm. in this thing because you've all, we've all experienced it point blank laughter does good like a medicine yeah. you know what i mean so it, there's places in in you that god wants to pour his oil that he yeah. wants to heal those unbelieving places and any place that there's fear any place that there's anxiety or anything that's uh, a contrary to the word of God, you can recognize, okay, that may be a place Mm -hmm. where I don't have belief or that may be a place I need to build up. If somebody says something about finances and you're all, I don't know my finances are that you need, you'll know. Okay. I need to get scripture. I need to get with God on this because I have an issue here and I want to get that built up. So we in, in this, we, we have to, Make sure that our hearts do not stay in that place. Yeah that's the key. keeping your heart pliable before the God before God, and making sure that it doesn't stay causing you, as it says in verse 12, to depart.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's, that's fantastic. I, I agree, 100 percent. I have a scripture that I'd like to share as well. Romans 11: 22 th- through 24. I thought this was interesting. Therefore consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell, severity,
2: Mm.
1: but toward you, goodness, if you continue in his goodness. Mm. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. These are strong words, man. Verse 23, and they also, if they do not continue in unbelief, Boy, this is really interesting. If they do, do not continue in unbelief, will be grafted in. Wow. Yeah. For God is able to graft them in again. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For if you were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these who are natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree. I just thought that was so fascinating, man, because he lays out a way. Even if you fall into unbelief, he lays out a way for you to come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you do not continue. Verse 23, if you don't continue in unbelief, boy, that sounds like a choice. <laughs> it absolutely because does it is, it's like yeah. a choice. It, it absolutely does. Because I think one of the things that happened Tisha was was dancing all around it with the emotions, right? Yeah. I think one of the things that happens Troy is that we take certain certain words, certain dynamics of the Bible, yeah. certain aspects of the Bible and we emotionalize them. So we try to feel like we're yeah. a certain way. And That's we try point. to feel when it comes to un- forgiveness. Right. Yeah. we f- yeah. many times believers don't fee- feel that they've forgiven because they're trying to feel it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think the same thing happens with faith. And even with unbelief, you're trying to feel a certain way about it. Yeah. And it has absolutely nothing to do with feeling. You just have to make the decision. God, I believe you. I, I can't see it with anyone else's <laughs> eyes. I can't see it. With, yeah. But I choose to believe you. Yeah, And then you fight to stay in that place. What's the good fight of faith, man? It's the good fight of faith. Yeah. You fight to stay in that place of faith. I don't care what it looks like. I'm putting blinders on, Jesus, and I'm going to keep <laughs> my eyes on you.
2: Yeah.
0: It's pretty simple uh, concept. Uh, I think that's one of those easier said than done. However, you can do it. And God has already equipped you to do it. So I think that's a beautiful point to bring up. It's a decision to be in faith. Oh, man, it is.
2: I, I want to bring up Hebrews 11.11, 11, one of my favorite scriptures. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite scripture. It, it, it says, through faith, also Sarah herself received strength yeah. or power to conceive seed and yeah. was delivered of a child when she was past age. Why? Because she judged God faithful Yeah. who had promised.
0: Minute. She judged God?
2: She judged God. Oh my goodness. Oh my Lord. Oh my, 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 my. She judged God <laughs> faithful. Wow. And she was, she laughed when she heard the she promise. She sure did. She did. And, and then, then she lied about laughing. She lied about laughing. She lied about laughing.
1: You know? And God called her on and it. And God yeah. called her
2: on it. Oh,
1: you
0: did laugh. <laughs> oh, you did laugh.
2: <laughs> and she decided, she had to make that decision and judge him. I love that wording in there because she had to there's been times and I'm quite sure in everyone's life where they had to just say, God is faithful. Yeah. God is faithful. And this yeah. is one of the ways that you can beat unbelief. Man. Understanding the faithfulness. You can study yeah. the faithfulness of God. Yeah. Understand the faithfulness of God. Looking back over your your life with us as the testimonies of yeah. God. We overcome by the testimony, what of our testimony? Yes. Looking back where he has been faithful. Yeah. And you say, you know what? I'm going to judge him faithful. I'm just going to judge the Lord faithful. I'm going to say that God is faithful no matter what this situation is looking like, no matter what I've experienced, no matter what I thought, you know, that the the biggest thing is you thought it was going to happen one way and it didn't. Yes, uh, (laughs) We've all been there, right? Absolutely. But we still have to make that quality decision to judge him faithful. And in that judging, why? She received the power to conceive the thing she desired. Yeah.
0: yeah. She and saw a true good. characteristic of God is what it is. Yes. And she saw a true characteristic yes. and she saw it as it was. It's like yeah. I look at God and I look at everything I've been through. Yeah. And I, I keep looking at God and then I look at this other situation and then yeah. I look back at God and I look at this next thing. And the yeah. only thing I can see is faithfulness. Yeah. That matter
1: for years I and I still quote it today in in certain situations. I I remind God that I remember what David said to Him one day. David said, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but David was in trouble. Yeah, and David said, you know what? I'm going to take a minute, and I'm going to stop and remember. There you go. mm. where God has brought me from. That's my it, man. Dad. You know, and I and I made that a part of my everyday living and everyday life, where I would say God. And there were times I would go back to God still till today, and I I'd, I'd say God many times with tears in my eyes because I'm remembering all the stuff he got me through yeah. and I just say, God, I just want you to know that I haven't forgotten. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I, I I haven't forgotten and I That's appreciate good. it. Yeah. And, uh, my wife and I always joke with each other. Well, I, I joke with her. I should say I joke with her and she <laughs> takes it quite well, <laughs> but I'll tell her something and she will, she will like forget the next day. Right. You know, we'll be talking about something and she will like, I don't know what you're talking about. We never talked about that. And I'll go, you just start over every day, don't you? <laughs> and, and she'll pop me in the arm, y'all. <laughs> and, and, uh, and we, we have a great laugh about it. Right. But you know, I think you said it earlier, Troy, you kind of alluded to it that yep. for so many believers, it's literally like starting over. They forget how easy, I mean, how easily we forget what God did for us. And so now I'm in this new situation and, I'm saying, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so scared. I don't know what to do. Right. And you just got to stop and pull yourself mm-hmm. together and say, well, wait a minute. What has he gotten you through already? Yeah. Isn't he the faithful God? Yeah. You know? yes. And so within that context of saying that, I want to read Jude uh, verse 20.
0: I had that pulled up, too. Did you? Go ahead and read <laughs> it. Jude <laughs> verse 20. I read it. <laughs>
1: but you, beloved, building up yourselves... On your most holy faith, because you mentioned earlier about one of the ways to do that is worship. Yeah. But we also see that one of the ways to build up yourself on your most holy faith is by praying in the Holy Ghost. That's it. Right? That's it. But then watch this. This is so good, man. He's still talking. (laughs) Build yourselves up by praying in uh, i'm sorry i messed it up verse 20 but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost look at verse 21 keep yourselves in the love of god Mm. yeah looking for the mercy of our lord jesus christ unto eternal life right and we could go on because there's right. other things that he says in verse 22 and verse 23, right, that I believe is still part of the building yourself up, mm. not just praying in the Holy Ghost, but all the things that's mentioned in verse 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. It's a mentality. Mm -hmm. It's a full mentality. It's not the box-checking kind of thing that's going to cause you to not live in a place of unbelief. It is the relationship that you mentioned at the beginning, Tisha, and that is a full-fledged, rounded relationship you know, life that we live, where it's not just I'm doing this one thing to try to get this one result. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This is a whole life. Find out what Jesus is doing, yeah, and go do it with Him. I That's like all it. He's ever wanted.
2: I like that because it's it's it is a whole life. It's not a magic potion. It's potion. Not, oh, no, it's on, not man. a push a button. It's not receive it now. No, and yeah. so so many times when we're looking to get things from God, we want a formula. Yes. One, two, three, there we go.
0: And the and Bible is not formulated. It's
2: really not. Yeah. It's really it's not. not. And what you did the last time where worship worked for you, and you're worshiping, you're like, well, this ain't, worship is hitting the ceiling right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you God is, God is like, nah, I want you to see me in another way. Yes. I want you to there come you closer in another way. Yes. And I know for me, sometimes that can be frustrating because you're like, God, I ain't got time.
0: <laughs> I need my answer now, you know? Oh, my <laughs> Have God. Have you ever been there? You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. you just I'm, like, yes. God,
2: what do you want from me, Lord? And all is, I just want you. That's mm. it. I just want you.
0: Man. Yeah. I like yeah. The, the Jude 20 or verse 20. Yeah. Because that love part is added in there. And I believe it's in Galatians 5 where it tells you that faith works through, through love. love. I love. So here's here's something and I've I've taught this before and I will continue to teach this. A lot of times when we deal with unbelief, people think I just gotta I have to I have to find more faith. I have to build more faith. Well, no, a lot of times it just comes down to you being able to love. Yeah. It's really what it comes down to. You don't have a faith issue. You have a love issue. You have a love issue.
1: And if I might add to that One of the things that I really feel strong that the Lord showed me one day, and it was concerning me. So, I mean, you know, I had to chew on this thing and swallow it first, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Concerning you not having a faith issue, your issue is a love issue. One of the things that he showed me, Troy and Tisha, was it's not even you trying to love more. Yeah. It's you opening up the areas of your life. That you haven't received my love, yeah, man. Mm. And that's when the Lord told me many years ago. He said, "You know, listen, son, you can't give what you don't have. That's
0: right. Yeah. So you can can
1: struggle and struggle and struggle trying to give something because you were told that you I gotta love it. I gotta love people. I can't stand people, but I gotta love people. (laughs) You know. (laughs) You know. And and he showed me so plainly, like, oh God, wow. And then for me, it's a matter of I'm struggling. God, show me where I'm struggling with allowing you to love me. Yeah. Because if I can get that straight between me and you, then loving people becomes what I call first nature, not second nature. It becomes first nature. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people struggle thinking that it's this external thing that I have to try to do. Right. When in actuality, it's just you opening up completely And saying, okay, Father, you know, give me all. Give me me all of it. I'm opening all the doors. I'm unlocking the one all the way in the back that I don't want you (laughs) to go in because it's really ugly, right? Just give me everything. And when you start living like that, it's amazing how all of a sudden love just flows naturally. Yeah. And you're no longer trying. I got my quote fingers up for the listeners. You're no longer (laughs) trying to love people.
2: And you're no longer in that love staying in that unbelief when you allow God to love you the way you're supposed to be loved by him, then you, then love comes out of you and automatically faith flows. Yes. So unbelief is gone. Yes. You know what I mean? And you find yourself at peace in places you never thought you had
1: before. That's, That's so real, man. It's,
2: it's amazing the receiving what receiving the love of God would do for you as a person.
1: We saw it with Jesus. Jesus taught all day one day, and then he's tired, yeah. and he goes off, right? He tries to kind of separate himself a little bit from the crowd. Yep. He turns around, the crowd's there, and the Bible said, and he saw them and had compassion,
0: compassion. on yeah. them. Yeah.
1: Something rose up in his heart when he saw the people were hungry for more of what he had to say, yeah. and all of a sudden he was strengthened again. Boy, you gotta love that. Because oh.
2: I always read that scripture. I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. And I'm like, I'd have told them to go home. <laughs> 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 Listen. <laughs>
1: I, that is I one was not of expecting her to say <laughs> but no, that. I think what's funny is
0: nobody's gonna be able to see her face and you know, the face she made when she said that. So.
1: Oh my goodness. That's so funny.
2: It is To me, it's amazing. You know that is one of the marvel scriptures that I have, that you marvel yeah. over. I marvel yeah. that many people don't talk about, but that's a marvel for me. I'm, I'm yeah. tired.
1: I'm tired. I'm tired. Go home. Yeah, we'll talk more tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a sidebar. We'll talk no, more tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> but I bet Tisha, I bet knowing you and knowing Troy, I know it's happened to me where I was tired, absolutely, and just was done for the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And compassion rose. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we call it the anointing, you know, yeah. and sometimes we yeah. call it, well, you know, I felt the spirit. Of God, but really compassion rose, and all of a sudden you push beyond, right? Yeah, man. And the strength is there, and the, everything's there to get the thing done. That Because remember, we're doing this with him.
2: Exactly. So
1: if he ain't done, we might need some help to keep going until he's done because we're actually doing it with him.
0: It's a beautiful thing working with them. This is this is awesome, Tisha. You mentioned faithfulness earlier, and I will give the, the the listeners this: faithfulness, the faithfulness of God is simply summed up as this: God is who He says He is, and He will do what He said He would do. Oh, good. And it's really that simple. Yeah. Your faith, everything is bound up into that. That God is who He says He is, and He will do what He said He would do. And if you can hold on to that, I know it's difficult at times because situations come up and, and we start to see the wind blow and we see yeah. the rain come and we see all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, that does not affect truth. Yeah, Outside circumstances doesn't affect truth. Truth yeah. is absolute. Nothing can change that. Yeah, If it could change it, then it wouldn't be truth. That's right. The truth is God is who he says he is. That's right. And he will do what he said he will do. That's And awesome. I think that sums it up as the faithfulness of God. Think that sums it up to helping our unbelief. I think this was a wonderful conversation. Awesome. Um, we showed tons of examples. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I am encouraged yeah, I the feel Lord. Yes. Uh ditto. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I really hope you guys listening got something out of this. I'm telling you, season three, we got a whole lot of heat for season three. Coming towards everybody, this is going to be a good season. It's going to be a great season. I'm, I'm really happy, uh, Tisha. You could join us. Thank you. I'm Troy. I'm Bruce. I'm Tisha, and we thank you guys so much for joining us here under the fixture.